1: We help you launch, grow, and maximize. I would say I'm thinking about how it would affect me. So I have uh, two possibilities here. Going to work thinking that I am constantly being evaluated and judged and uh, I have to appear to be better than everybody else. And that's going to definitely uh, awaken the fear response in my brain. Uh, or the fixed Um uh, or I am looking forward to go to work because I'm going to find people who are going to help me manifest how I can make a difference and feel proud of it.
0: I get it oh yeah what's up enterprisers welcome to the enterprise now podcast where we educate motivate inspire and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success that is what we do we help folks launch grow and maximize over the past 30 years Dr. Valerio pascoro has helped many individuals and corporations reach their potential and maximize their productivity. He has conducted seminars and developed programs for industry in the area of technology-driven rapid change, change management, group integration, retention, team building, leadership, goal setting, and work effectiveness. Dr. Pascotto has also been a personal advisor to individuals in key management areas to improve their leadership skills, change readiness, business performance, and communication effectiveness. All right, let's dig in. All right, Valerio, can I get an oh yeah?
1: Oh yeah!
0: Perfect, perfect. And see, you were worried about your oh yeah. That was awesome. <laughs>
1: well, I have a wonderful model and you did it. I... I knew I couldn't match it, but I tried my best. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so first of all, let me just thank you for taking the time out to be with us. I know that you're very busy and there are multiple things that you could be doing right now, but yet you chose to be with us. So for that, we say thank you. My honor. Thank you. The second thing I'd like to do is to ask you to tell us about yourself. Now, when I say that, Velario, feel free to go all the way back to the day you were born. Or you can start a more current day. Tell us about yourself.
1: Well, I will start not quite to the day I was born because I have no recollection of it, but definitely my early and maybe preteen years, where it became more and more an acute feeling that uh, I wanted to live in a world that was driven more by love and support than. Uh, competition, and strangling the competition. So I became interested in human dynamics and uh, chose uh, to explore them through school and education first, and then uh, in the business world. Because Certainly when I started in the business world over 30 years ago, the idea of love was not present at all. And I have to say that I am... Feeling so rewarded and inspired by how much today CEOs and leaders are looking at their responsibility to support and ensure the success of those
0: that uh, have been entrusted to their leadership. That's a really good point that um, that you brought up. Talk a little bit about that and what what shifts or changes have you seen in executive leadership uh, specifically over the 30 years that you've been In this field?
1: The myth that I can leave myself at home and go to work and be some kind of working machine and then go back to home and forget what happened at work. This idea that work is a paycheck, the the, the, oh, thank God, is Friday, oh my God, is Monday culture. And to realize that that is going to sink. The chances of that business to be successful. Hence, uh, the need for the leader to pay attention to the human side of things and to create interpersonal relationships where he or she is appreciated rather than feared.
0: Got it. That's a really good segue to my left turn here. We're gonna, we're gonna hold that thought. I want to know a little bit more about you. What is your favorite thing to do?
1: It's an interesting question. The first thought that came to me was to make a difference with the people that I work with in terms of creating that culture where going to work is an opportunity to make a difference and the person cherishes that opportunity. What does that look like? It looks like a lot of smiles, uh, passion and appreciation and support, not the sense of uh, a stabbing in the back culture, but rather that I can look at my team members and know that they are rooting for my success and supporting my success. And I'm doing the same for them.
0: Now, if you could meet anyone in the world, who would it be and what would you say to them? Two thoughts came to my
1: mind. If uh, the person was uh, didn't have to be alive, then I would say my wife's grandmother. She apparently was an extraordinary person. If the person had to be alive, then uh, I thought of uh, Emmanuel Faber. He's the CEO and chairman of Danone. And the reason why he came to mind is because he's doing something extraordinary. He's taking Danone to become a B Corp, and that has never been done before for a company that size.
0: Got it. Now, talk a little bit more about your, your statement. You're, you're saying what it would look like would be smiles, passion, support, appreciation. How, on a, on a practical level, how does that affect the culture of a business?
1: I would say I'm thinking about how it would affect me. So I have uh, two possibilities here. I'm going to work thinking that I am constantly being evaluated and judged, and uh, I have to appear to be better than everybody else. And that's going to definitely uh, awaken the fear response in my brain uh, or the fixed mindsets, uh, or I am looking forward to go to work because I'm going to find people who are going to help me manifest how I can make a difference and feel proud of it. And it's just such a different feeling. That's awakening my creativity, my innovative qualities, my empathy, my desire to learn, my growth mindset, as Carol Dweck would call it, so... Very, very different experience. I'd be looking forward to going to work rather than waiting for Friday to come around.
0: Yeah, that makes that makes total sense to me. How how can how do you leverage that that mindset? I I guess that approach to overcome challenges.
1: Not easy. Let's let's be honest here. It's not easy because I. Our brains are usually wired for negativity bias, so we are scanning all the time to see if there's a threat. So the biggest change really is to reframe the challenge as an opportunity. So I could say, for instance, that the challenge might be a client that is not positively responding to the interactions, that they are silent, they appear not to be engaged. And I could reframe that and saying they are reflecting on what I'm offering. Am I giving them sufficient time to reflect? And what are they saying about my learning opportunity? And, and thank them for offering a learning opportunity.
0: Got it. What, um, what would you say your top two keys to success would be? Gratitude and gratitude. Help me, what what does that mean? Break that down for me. Gratitude is, uh, I would almost
1: equate it to a superpower. It's that opportunity that I have to feel grateful for what is happening, for what I've been given, for the opportunities that I have, and for the chance to be alive.
0: Got it. So we've learned a little bit about you and what makes you tick and your your super you superpower so to speak. What um what is your business? What do you guys do? We very much
1: offer an environment through workshops where people can come reflect, look in the mirror and see both what they want to keep what they want to start, what they want to stop, in the area of interdependence, and that's really uh, the uh, the offer that we have designed. Many times I live life thinking about myself and thinking about what my self-interest is, and that's a, a recipe for mediocrity, because uh, Thinking about how I can impact positively others opens up a totally different experience. Adam Grant would call it a a giver style rather than a taker style. And that's a a shift in mindset from what's in it for me to the pleasure, the honor, the privilege of being part of a team where I can make a difference and where I I can support the success of my team members. And we offer that through uh, workshops that highlight the significant negative consequences of a self-interest approach and the extraordinary potential of a team where team members are focused on what they can do to make a difference, a positive difference in the team.
0: That's interesting. Could you maybe dig a little bit deeper in that? You, you said that thinking about your own needs or self-interest is a recipe for mediocrity versus the alternative. Dig a little bit deeper and kind of take us through that. What What do you mean by that?
1: Well, when I think about my interests, uh, you either are a person that can Help me with my interest, or you are a threat to my interest. We do some simple exercises that show the uh, impact of that mindset. We ask people to do a very simple task, and they approach the task with the I. I need to fulfill. I need to do this task. And what happens is chaos, mediocrity, uh, lack of... uh, any real innovation but when we ask them to think that this task has interdependence in other words i need other people to do this task and they need me then you see a completely different part of the brain coming forth it's much closer to the frontal lobes and it's connected to pleasure it's connected to engagement and it's connected to creativity and then when that happens the sky is not even the limit. The potential of that team is uh, um, not even believable in terms of what they can actually achieve. They can move Mount Everest if they want.
0: That is very, very interesting. Now, what is your assessment on the business community today? Are, are it, for the most part, are we uh, self-serving or, or do we have the interdependence mindset?
1: I have been very lucky. Because uh, while 30 years ago, I would say, not easy to present that opportunity and message, today I think the doors are wide open. Uh, all the CEOs that I meet, all the leaders in companies that I meet, and these are large companies, they're not small companies, have no doubt that a mindset Uh, towards a giver style, a mindset where people come to work wanting to support the success of the company is unparalleled compared to a mindset of, what are you going to give me? What am I going to get out of this? It goes back uh, to Daniel Pink, who my business partner, Tim Galway, said, oh, he just wrote down what we have been saying for 30 years, and that is that extrinsic motivators pale in comparison, or even dangerous in comparison to intrinsic motivators. And the number one intrinsic motivator is purpose. Mm. And I've seen CEOs, I've seen leaders, uh, anybody in the company, because I think they're all leaders, that will say, what I am doing needs to make a difference, not on profit, but on people and planet and profits will happen. So they very much embrace Adam Grant's position that the giver style is much more productive than a taker style. So ultimately profit actually is going to be significantly increased by having a focus on purpose, on being proud that I'm making a difference through my work.
0: Awesome, awesome. As the old saying goes, time flies when you're having fun. It's uh it's time to wrap up our conversation, but I don't want to let you go without grabbing from you an actionable step or tip for the enterprisers to incorporate or in- institute into their lives or businesses today.
1: If it goes back uh, to challenge, and o- obviously the greatest challenge and in interdependence is when I feel that the person that I'm working with, I'm starting to have negative feelings for that person, or I see them as an obstacle, or I see them as creating difficulties that are unnecessary. And I start feeling that sense of uh, uh, either displeasure all the way down to avoidance. And at that point, what has worked for me is to take 30 seconds. It doesn't really take more than 30 seconds. And find one thing that I appreciate about that person.
0: Got it. So if people want to reach out to you to learn more about what you guys do and to really, um, or ask questions, how can they do that?
1: They can go to our website, which is uh, igos.net. They can send me an email, at uh, vp.igos.net, or they can connect
0: with me on LinkedIn. I always enjoy that. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you, Elsie. It was a pleasure to have this conversation with you and thank you for very insightful questions. They are inspiring.
0: All right. That's it. So, how was that, Elsie? It's very it was very very interesting. I I think Yeah, I have about two pages of notes over here. Um, I I need to do some research, though. Um, um, I'm not familiar with Adam Grant, so i have to to look him up. um,
1: Yeah, he wrote a book called Give and Take.
0: Give and Take,
1: okay. And and he gave one of the examples that stood out, and I will probably always remember it as long as I have a brain that works, is uh, his demonstration of productivity. He put in a hospital a sign that said, uh, if you wash your hands you will minimize the chances of contracting an unnecessary illness. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And Then he had another soap dispenser that said, if you wash your hands, you will minimize the risk of patients contracting an unnecessary illness. Mm. And the patient soap dispenser was used 300 times more than the soap dispenser that uh, warned the person, self-interest. And That was pretty amazing. That 300 times more people used the soap dispenser that protected somebody else rather than protecting themselves. Wow! And then he has many more examples.
0: Wow. Well, I noticed that you guys have a—is it a video show that you guys do? Yes.
1: Yes. And Elvi, Al- if you would be interested in uh, coming on our show. Uh, Um, by all means we'd we'd love to invite you.
0: Oh yeah. No, no problem at all. I'd I'd be um, honored to, to be a part of it actually.
1: (laughs) Why don't I uh, have Amit who's uh, my business partner uh, contact you and, uh, and see how we could arrange that.
0: Okay. Yeah. I am game. Let's do it. So tell me a little bit more about the, the video show. Um, how long have you guys been doing that? We have been doing that now
1: uh, close to maybe coming up to two years, maybe a year and a half. Okay. And uh, we interview thought leaders around uh, their passion and how they're going to make a difference in the world.
0: Interesting.
1: I, I am convinced uh, that the secret or the hope, now that I'm a grandfather, the hope that the children of my grandchildren will have a planet to live in is going to come from business. It's not going to come from governments and politics. And and businesses are perfectly teed up because they have incredible resources. They are global. Mm -hmm. So they know that... uh, the idea of borders is really not helpful mm-hmm. and uh, they have uh, the best people that the world can offer because mm-hmm. that's what businesses do they recruit talent mm-hmm. so i am absolutely convinced that if we have a hope it's going to come from business As they'll a, take the leadership
0: yeah that's a very interesting thing to way to put it um because i i completely agree i think Business leaders, um, you, you know, you have to have, in order to be successful, you have to have a mindset that lends itself well to um, to caring about people, right? Uh, because people, to your point, who are passionate, who have freedom to be creative, who have a purpose, they're going to perform at a far higher level than people who feel, um, I think the way you put it was, evaluated and judged, right? They're just there for the paycheck. And the second, the paycheck isn't where they think it should be, or they can find a different paycheck. They're gone. They're off to the next thing. But a person who's there because they really truly enjoy number one, the people they work with and what they do. And they have a sense of purpose. They're going to, in turn, they're going to be highly productive, engaged, and they're going to shout it from the mountaintop. So I, I definitely agree that business and enterprise, which is why I named my company that <laughs> the enterprise mm-hmm. is a way to change the world.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't have said it any better. Yes,
0: absolutely. Very, very cool. It, it was um, a pleasure to meet you and I'm, I'm looking forward to um, being on, on you guys' show.
1: Thank you, Elsie. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure meeting with you and uh, very inspiring. Thank you.
0: All right. Well, you enjoy the warm weather um, over in your direction. And now I'll, um, I'll enjoy my I'll have gratitude for the opportunity to enjoy this cold weather in Wisconsin. <laughs>
1: That's a nice reframe. <laughs> happy, happy holidays and wishing you great success in 2020.
0: righty. Same to you enterprisers if you got value from that awesome conversation let the world know by subscribing to the email list and leaving a review on your favorite podcast app that helps us know that we're bringing you golden nugget field conversations with the most inspirational business owners reach out at podcast at enterprise with any feedback or questions for me or any of my guests thanks again folks and we'll talk with you guys next time